On today's episode of Open Box Policy, we are going to introduce a new segment. It's called Adam's Escapades. That's brilliant. It is all about my online dating escapades. I don't want to reveal too much because I want you to listen, but I will say it's awful. <laughs> the UFOs out there. Yeah, the UFOs, and you'll end up finding about uh, out about what that means eventually. We also talk about trolls. We talk about how celebrities turn into trolls eventually. We, we mention a few different celebrities that are just such efficient trolls and how they love to troll people all the time, and it makes for good press. We also talk about a very interesting topic. What does the future look like for getting old? How are we going to change as we get old? Because as we age, we are not going to be like our parents. We're potentially going to be healthier and whatnot. So we delve into that subject a little bit, and we we uh, find out some interesting things. Well, or, or we talk about some interesting things. So if you do have any questions or comments for Adam regarding Adam's escapades, please tweet us and let us know uh, at OBP Raw. And you can also find us on Instagram at the same name. If you want to continue the conversation or have any topics you'd like for us to talk about, feel free to email us at obppodcast at gmail.com. I'm really excited for you guys to check out Adam's Escapades. I uh, hope you guys enjoy. And did he started... He basically, he gave me a script and he was like, here, I want you to read this. So I started reading it and I was like, what is this? And he's like, that's a national TV commercial. Wow. That potentially if we like it and you read in, you know, the, and you read good. Yeah. And you read good. (laughs) You read so good. Yeah. But it it was interesting. You know, it's like, I don't know. I mean, he's like to potentially you could be a nationally recognized voice. You could be famous. Yeah, it's and cool. Then, I mean, that's and I, and I mean, I want to do voiceover work, and I've started kind of you know building a resume. This is how long was the commercial? Uh, maybe thirty seconds. Like a good one pump champ. Yeah, so I mean, it starts it starts off like really ominous. It's like you know addiction, disease, you know, like whatever, and then and then in the end, it's like fortunately we can help. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like I have to read it in like steps. It's like there's like six lines and it's like you're going to die, you're going to die, you fucking idiot and blah blah blah, you know. And then it's like you can't go into the like but fortunately we can help like after that. You you have to like change your whole demeanor. Right. So it's like I had to like stop and then change my demeanor. You I mean you change your eyes, like you change the way you're sitting. You had to go into character. Yeah. Exactly. Um it was interesting. I've never done anything like that before. I mean, I've read scripts for radio spots or whatever, but it was it was pretty cool. Did you feel like you were in like a a Lincoln commercial with Matthew McConaughey? <laughs> Maybe, no. Yeah, <laughs> no. I wish. I love the one that he did that Matt uh, when Jim Carrey made fun of him on <laughs> yeah, Saturday Night that's Live. Great, yeah. It was hilarious. That was hilarious. He was just like. Why am I talking to myself? <laughs> like, why am I looking at myself in the mirror? I should be driving. <laughs> Stuff like that, you know. Did y'all see that thing that came out? I, I saw it on Facebook about Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey being crazy, being fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. dude. I was yeah. just about to bring that up. You're talking about when he was at the uh, Fashion Awards. 
Yeah, I think that – I didn't like so, – I just kind of like skimmed over it or whatever. He's, but. he's been doing all kinds of weird stuff lately. He has really – he's like not gone off the reservation, but he he's gotten into art, and apparently he's yeah. always been into art. There is a video, a couple videos online. I think one is called – it's like Jim Carrey, like I found my color, or Jim Carrey, like my life in color. And it is just him talking about his life, talking about art, and talking about how he has basically found himself and started to rethink his whole life and God and spirituality. Dude, it is intense. It's inspiring. He and his art is not like President Bush's art. (laughs) Yeah, like it, like third grade shit. Jim Carrey, they show a huge montage of his art. I'd say 50 to 75% of the pieces, I'm like, I would buy it. I would buy it. I would Jesus. buy it. It's really good. It is really, really good. Hmm. Um, so but you, yeah, he, go ahead. No, you go. <clears throat> he was at a fashion award or show. He went to like fashion week. And this girl was like, um, you know, she kind of like turns and looks. She's like, well, randomly, we have Jim Carrey here. Jim, tell us what you're doing here. And he goes, have you seen this? Yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah. I, he goes, I literally found the most ridiculous thing of like something full of t- no substance and nothingness. And I decided I wanted to do nothing tonight. So I came here and he's like, you're ta- you're out here talking about fashion. Like, why are we, why is this on TV? Why am I here? Why are you here? And then <laughs> this girl is yeah, like, it was, it was a fucking weird interaction. It yeah. Was, but he do, he's, he's trolling her. Right. He's doing it deliberately, which is the genius part about it. Yeah. He's not crazy. He's trolling you. That's what I love. I love it when actors like get to a point where they're like enlightened and they just start Shia LaBeouf. I think Shia I'm not famous anymore. Shia La, I call him LaBeouf, but Shia I yeah, think well, that's how some people call him LaBeouf, LaBeouf. It doesn't matter. Um that guy is a he's an amazing troll. He's oh, an yeah. amazing troll. He does it deliberately. Yep just screws with people and does these weird art installations where there was one where he sat in a room in a tuxedo and he just cried like all afternoon and people would come in and it was, there was like a yellow line. You just walk up to the yellow line and you just stare at Shia LaBeouf. I mean, this is like the end of his art installation. (laughs) Do you ever feel like that, that shit like that is just too over the top? Yes. Like, Like where do you draw the line? Like, Oh, I have a semi famous actor who is sitting in a fucking exhibit crying and that's the exhibit. Like where do you draw the line at like what's art and what's just a bunch of horse shit, which I guess it's all subjective. So who who, who can really judge? So what you just said and what's a bunch of horse shit. I mean, there are artists that will take horse shit and smear it all over a canvas and like spray clear coat on it and And call it art and call it art. It's unbelievable. (laughs) There's a pretty good It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia episode about that. Really? Yeah. There was, when I was at UT, let's talk about art for a minute. That's, that'll be fun. Uh, <laughs> see, look at that. That's amazing. It's yeah, gorgeous. Amazing. I wish Josh could Josh. see this. He's got some amazing art. I can spin it around. Oh, yeah. Spin it around. Wow, that actually is. I, I would buy that. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. In a yeah. heartbeat. Oh, it's a picture of a heart. Oh, God. Yeah. It's awesome. But it's like it's like a picture of a heart that's like re-entering the atmosphere and burning up, it does look like, like drifting that. away kind of deal. Yeah, or something like that. It's cool. But um, while I was in college, 
all of these people. Oh, maybe it's Jim Carrey, My Life in Color. Maybe that's what it's called. That's what it is. Yeah, My Life in Color. It's really, I suggest you watch it. It's interesting. Anyway, so there was this, you know, every college is split. You have all the people that are like really hardcore Christian and hardcore conservatives, hardcore like anti-racism people and the environmentalist people. And they all, they all like are split up and they're all protesting and doing bullshit on campus all the time. And someone's always offended. We've talked about this before. Everybody's recreationally offended. Antifa. Antifa. Yeah. The supremacist. I mean, just a bunch of idiots. So this, this environmentalist who was a complete dumb shit decided they wanted to make this this art piece that showed how we were choking the environment. <laughs> so they went all over campus and they made nooses and they grabbed up a bunch of dead sticks and, and branches and, 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 you know, just dead, like organic matter. And they hung it up in trees all over the University of Tennessee, right in the middle of the South. Oh, my God. <laughs> in nooses. Put nooses everywhere. All over campus. <clears throat> you want to talk about a, like, public A shitstorm. A shitstorm. Public outcry. People were... And, and so, even though I think it's stupid and I hate it and I wanted to smash that dude in the face that did it because he's an idiot... I, I get what he's trying to do. He's like, we're 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 hanging and choking Mother Nature, and I when I saw it, my first reaction was not, oh, this is this is like a racist epitaph, and it's you know this is awful. But there's a whole lot of people that have a completely different outlook on life and have had a whole lot of different experiences, and their ancestors had different experiences than me right. that saw it and were like, what the fuck? Now I feel really uncomfortable on campus. And I can see how they saw that. And, of course, when they explained it to him, it was like, I was like, you know. Do you ever feel like that, and don't take this offensive, Devin, but, like, people will go out into college and they'll be a, a 20-something and they get some, like, wild hair up their ass and they think that they know what's best for everyone and they want to, like, they want to make a stand or they want to, like. Make a statement. Yeah, make a statement. But yet they have no fucking clue what the real world actually looks like. Absolutely, every day they have no it idea. Blo it blows my mind. I'm like, you want to like you you want to pick some crazy ass battle that you want to stand for instead of like doing something that really makes a different difference in people's lives. Yeah, it's like the idiots. I mean, you you all probably remember this when everybody was protesting the one percenters. Oh God, they went so to stupid. New York. They were here in Nashville. They were in Nashville, state yeah. capital. Yeah, they yeah. went all over the place. And they, you could stand out there and watch these hippie, like, granola-eating, nasty, unshowered idiots using their Apple iPhone yep. and using their MacBook to tell everyone how noble and, and fantastic they were. They were, I mean, they're literally buying into capitalism. They have, they have bought into one of the biggest capitalist regimes this country has ever seen. Apple has more money than anybody, and they're out there protesting it. They're completely out of touch with reality. Speaking of Apple, that new iPhone X is tight, boy. I've heard a lot about it. I haven't looked it up though. Anyways, continue your thought. Yeah, no, I mean it, the iPhone eight is uh, is ridiculous. I no the, the X is the shit. The, I know, but no one in their right mind should ever buy the eight. You know, it's 
Don't buy that. Anyway, don't buy the X. You're just it's ridiculous. <laughs> Facial recognition. You hold your phone up and it's like, you're fat. Dude, <laughs> I, want, I, want, I, want that, I want that I want that. T-Rex, boy. I yeah. want that T-Rex. Uh, but, oh, yeah, I think God. it's crazy, man. I mean, people, these, these, these they're so out of touch. And, and I mean, they, you have these, these droves of people that just travel around the world, that travel around the United States. They just go from protest to protest. That's what they do. They're professional protesters. Right. They might as well be a Westboro Baptist. Ayo. Yeah. I mean, seriously. You know, they, they, they are no different. Not one shade different than the people that sit on a, a campus and they scream at you and they tell you that you're going to hell. And they tell you that if you listen to, like, anything except Christian music, you're going to burn for eternity and you're a demon. And I mean, they, they are the exact same people just on the other side of the coin. But the bad thing about them is, is they think they are normal. That's the problem with these people. They think they're mainstream. They think that we are radical. We are like the most normal people on the planet. Right. I am so white bread. It is not even funny how how normal and mundane I am. And they think that I am like a crazy fucking radical. That's what's so nuts about these people. Especially with that crazy exhaust you have on your Lexus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm such a You're rebel. You're killing the environment. Yeah, such a rebel. Yeah. Exhaust has nothing Driving to do that with V8. emissions. I, I can't I said that to someone at work. I was like, Yeah, I had the exhaust cut off my car, it's all like kinda of loud and rumbly now. And they just stared at me and were like, I mean, don't you care about the environment? And I looked at them like they were a piece of garbage. And I said, do you know anything about vehicles or do you just put the keys in and drive a 2,000-pound death wish around all the time, you jackass? The muffler has nothing to do with emissions, you dickhead. It's there to muffle. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Don't you care about the environment? So what? where do you think the disconnect happens, though? Because um, I, don't, I don't know. I feel like that as we continue to progress as a society that – like, and look, I, I'm sure that every generation says this, that, oh, the, the new one coming out is like worse than the before. Look, there's, there's good and bad people in every generation that comes out, but I feel like for some reason there's a, there's a disconnect that happens. And, but I, I'm wondering, does it happen as far as like, as they're growing up and does it, is the disconnect in the parenting style that they're seeing? Or is it like just in their personality and in their DNA that they're, they're going to go so fucking crazy to just like want to do these ridiculous things. So I don't know. I mean, yeah, I think that it, I mean, I think there's numerous factors that go into it. I mean, I think some people are predisposed to just being sheep and they grow up with someone telling them things, anything. And they're just like, I believe it. Or do you think it could be the fact that, of like how our media consumes everything to where they're like, I don't know. I mean, I guess it goes to what you're saying about them being easily brainwashed or manipulated. Like, not all of them. I mean, some of these people are super intelligent. It's right. like, and I, I, we haven't even talked about that yet. I mean, I, I mentioned it off podcast, but I mean, I think that, I think that some of these people are just easily manipulated, or they've allowed themselves to be manipulated, and almost to the point of being brainwashed. I mean, and it's no different than white supremacy and like white supremacists. I mean, these people. You have to have a screw loose. Right. You have to. To still like believe that way and, yeah, and think and, that and way. It, it's not a belief. It, well, it is. It's a fervent. Oh, yeah. I shouldn't I mean, say belief. Well, I mean, but it is. I mean, it, but it's like their their beliefs are so fervent 
that they will go out and throw Molotov cocktails, brandish weapons, scream and kick the shit out of people, and throw rocks at cops. I mean, it is nuts. It's like it's GTA up in here. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing. There is nothing, almost nothing in my life that I would ever, like, freak out about that much. Unless it was like my country is under attack or my, my rights and my sensibilities or whatever are like under attack. My home is under attack. Zombies are attacking. I'm just not, I'm not going to go to like St. Louis, Missouri and just throw stones at cops. You know, I say, so sometimes these people, are, I, I don't know. Yes, I, I think it's a, it's, a, it's a ton of stuff. Upbringing, it's their, their, their natural propensity to be sheep and to just follow. They, they're not leaders. Someone screams and ha- they hold a flag up in the air and they're like, "Let's go storm the castle!" And they're like, "Yeah!" Like they just all go with them. Yeah, I think there's a lot of reasons to think. You know, some people have really addictive personalities where they have to follow something or they have to lean on something. They're super right. obsessive. Uh, exactly. Yeah. And then, I mean, <clears throat> another thing is it could be an overload of information problem. So when someone finds something in that information that they can stand behind, they're just all in for it, you know? Right. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. It just, it shit annoys me. It drives me nuts. It, it does. Uh, any, any radicalism at all, right, left, up, down, it doesn't matter what it is, I think it is wrong. It bothers me. What I, if I, I was radical about, like, comic books? Say what? Comic books, dude. What if I was radical about it? Would that be um, wrong? Like to where you're protesting? Would that be wrong? Well, if, I mean, if you're out throwing stones and like, you know. Kick, I want to fucking punch you in the face. Yeah, if you're like rolling up, you know, comic books and screaming in my ear and slapping me in the face with them and stuff like that, that'd be a problem. Is it? Is it the belief that they're radical about or is it the, uh, what am I trying to say here? Um, the way that they press it on others. That bothers you guys? Both. Yeah. I'm more of a believe what you want to believe, but don't try to force it into my lifestyle. You know, don't harm others with your belief. I think that where like I, I like glaze over and just like tune out is when everything gets so extreme one way or another, like Adam was talking about. Like if I don't understand why it has to be this or that. Like, why can't, like, why can, can everyone not just agree that everyone should be able to love who they want to love? Like, talk, talk about homosexuality. Like, why does it have to be, you either disagree with it or you fully support it to the, like, fullest extent? Why can't we just, like, and I know that's, that's very broad brushing it or whatever, but, like, that's the part that drives me fucking crazy is when people want to take such an extreme stand to where, like, it, it just like skews everything and I'm just like, all right, I'm out. Okay. So what if going to the homosexuality thing, what if you met someone and they're not trying to press it on you or, you know, uh, showboat it, their homosexuality? Well, no, th- their belief, oh, Let's say okay. they don't believe in yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, say, you know, it just comes up and you ask them their opinions. Like, no, I just don't believe in it. Would, would that bother you or like they don't agree with it or they don't believe like, what are you saying? They, they don't agree with it. No, I don't, I don't care if they just like, I don't, I don't, that's not my thing. I'm like, okay, that's cool. So it's, it's what they try to do to get others on their side. 
Yeah, is what I guess you. it would be the persuasion side of it. Adam, you said both. You said the the radical idea that they have, and the the way that they uh, impose on other people. Yes. So I mean, we'll we'll take. The, you can virtually apply what I'm about to say to anybody. I'm going to specifically target the anti-fascists because I think it's so hilarious. They are out telling everyone that they are anti-fascists and they are telling you that you, like basically if you do not believe their way and if you do not believe the things that they hold to be true, then you are an idiot and you are a fascist. At its very core, what they are doing is fascism. It's fascism. They're shoving their beliefs down your throat and insisting that anything that does not fall in line with what they deem to be comfortable or warm and fuzzy is going to be stricken. They're going to remove statues. They're going to remove flags. They're going to make sure that anything that makes them uncomfortable is stricken from reality. That, at its very core, is fascism. Anti-fascists are some of the most unbelievably stupid people on the planet. They just they don't even understand fascism. They don't even understand what they're doing. Uh, and I mean, like I said, you can basically apply that to anybody. Um, but it's just they. I mean, for Lord's sake, they're they're calling themselves anti-fascists. You know, it's just stupid. It's so stupid. Antifa. Yeah, I just don't like the whole. Ra- I, I'm just not a big radical fan. I don't like anything radical. Uh, I, it just it bothers me. Um, if I listen to somebody on the right or whatever, and they start to lean radical, you know, if they start to go one way, I it just it, it starts to make my skin crawl. I just can't. Okay, so if someone was radical and they didn't try to shove it down others' throats, that would still bother you. It wouldn't bother me nearly as much. Okay, but, but it, it would still I mean, kind of bother I, I think, you. I think radical beliefs are are tempered in a fire that's a little too hot, if that makes sense. It, you know, you're they're a little too fervent, and radical beliefs will normally breed actions and reactions that are a little off kilter. It'll breed uprising. It'll breed. It could potentially. It'll be and anarchy. Would say, you know that. I mean, we've we've gotten this far in American history and world history, and and a lot of the uprisings were what got us here. People that were thinking radically and people that were thinking that way got us here. And my type of person would be the people that were getting subjugated or beat down because we were just mundane and apathetic about things. I feel, well, but that, that's the thing that I think annoys me is when you look at like the alt left or anti-fascist or whoever the fuck are these crazy assholes that you want to look at. Like, I feel like the stances that they take are not things to like overall benefit the country. Like they're not trying to make change for the betterment of everyone. They're picking some, ticky tack fucking thing to like point out like the statues. I understand what they stand for. I understand what the Confederate flag stands for, but it's a part of our history. And I'm not trying to make a, an argument to say, Oh, we should keep all these things up or like you should be able to do whatever you want. But like, when do you draw the line and say, you know what? It's the past. It's a part of our history. We're not celebrating it, but we're acknowledging the fact that it's a part of our history and we're growing from it. 
and we're growing for it. Maybe maybe it's a reminder that hey, look, look where we came from, and and l- we'll never be there. And we'll there never again. be there again. Yep. And. So so like, when do you say when do you move past the past and start a better future? Yeah. Like the the same shit that that, that we I, I deal with at work, totally not on a on a same level as like racism or slavery or anything like that. But it's like there comes a point in time to where things are so bad that you either have to move past it and, and progress and move forward, or you're going to get swallowed up by the things that have lingered on. Yeah. And and I, you know, there's a, I've struggled with this. I've, I've had discussions with people about it. You know, a lot of the statues that they're taking down, they're going to move to civil war battlefields or they're going to move to civil war museums. Not all of them, some of them. And, you know, we were talking about it, and, you know, they were like, isn't that a more appropriate place? I'm like, yeah, it is. It is. But we have, we're starting a conversation that we've started numerous times in this country. And at some point, we're going to have to say, where does it end? Right. You know, so like, what about the Washington Monument? This right. huge effigy. He had slaves. Jefferson had slaves. Yeah. You know, and it's so you start. Yeah, you start kind of looking at some of this stuff, and you're like, "Are you going to say? Are we going to tear it down?" Hey, George yeah. Washington lived in the White House, so let's fucking tear it down. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, it's so. It, where does it stop? It's a slippery slope. And it, it's an extremely slippery slope, and we are fully going down it right now. Why don't we like? Why don't they take a stand to, uh, you know, end veterans who uh, who are dealing with PTSD and are homeless, homeless veterans, or like fight to end hunger or like, or fight to revamp the VA. Yeah. Like I have to deal with that, the VA a lot that more than I'd like. We'll make awful. a fucking difference in the country. Exactly. Not some bullshit. Exactly. It, it's, it, it is, it's mind numbing. These people have their, their focus. It's all wrong. Right. And that's, that's what I, that's what drives me so crazy. I mean, like this, this kind of is going back to what you asked me, Devin. Yeah, it drives me crazy because once people allow radical beliefs to fester, it completely infects you. And then everything gets filtered through that radical glass and you don't make good decisions anymore. You make these stupid decisions based off of your radical beliefs. Here's a good example of this. And this isn't about taking a stand, but it just shows you how fucking like out of sorts media and everything is with things. And I know you've seen this. The... uh, (laughs) Clay Travis on CNN. Yeah. Have you heard? Did you see the video or hear about that? I have not. So no. Clay Travis goes on CNN and I, I, for the life of me, I haven't actually listened to the whole thing, but I, I heard the part that, that is so controversial. Basically he, he, he says that the only two things that he believes in wholeheartedly is, uh, the, the first amendment and boobs. He says this on a CNN interview and that host like loses her mind about it start saying how inappropriate that is and how you shouldn't speak to a woman like that and how it's like, uh, that's sexist and all this stuff. And and he stands his ground and he says, you know, what would be sexist is if I, if I said it to men and I didn't say it to you, he's like, I say it on every, anywhere I go. These are two things that I believe in wholeheartedly. And and I'm not saying any derogatory comment. I'm not saying I like your boobs. He's like, I believe in boobs. Like that doesn't. And the, and the guy, the other guy on the, the, who was on the interview as well, uh, and I can't remember his name, African-American gentleman, but 
Uh, African-American gentleman. African-American gentleman. I'm going to throw that one in there, the last part. Yeah. Um, He's black. He, yeah, he starts, uh, he starts, like, taking a stand about how he's so wrong for saying all this stuff. So they literally, like, cut the interview short and, like, make this huge thing about it. Like, oh, Clay Travis is so wrong for saying this and he's so wrong. But literally, right after the interview was done, they invited him back on to come back on Monday. So then, of course, Clay Travis being who he is, a a man of like, like, good morals and like stands by sticks his fucking guns. A man of his word. Man of his word. I was going to say a man of no fucks given. He he is a man of no fucks, and that's what I love about him. Um, literally, post the fact that like tweets out the fact that they just reinvited him, and then CNN tries to deny that they invited him. So then he posts. The fucking voicemail that they left, <laughs> inviting him back yes, on the show. Yes, so th- yes, that's what I, like yes. it's bullshit like that to where people with thin skin, people who take these radical stands about shit that doesn't like those are the things that drive me fucking crazy. Yeah, he said, "I believe in two things. Yeah, I believe in I believe in boobs, and I believe in the First Amendment." You know, that, that's but and I haven't heard the whole thing either. It's not like he said, I believe in ritual killings right. or rape right? or, you know, the wage gap. I believe in child pornography. I believe in child pornography. He said. We're getting super deep here. Yeah, he said, yeah, we are. He said boobs. I know. You know. He didn't even say titties. He could have said titties. He said boobs. <laughs> yeah. And, it, and it's it's like a joke. He didn't look at a girl and he'd go, hey, look at them, them titties. You yeah. Know, like, I'd love to see under that dress of yours. I believe in fun bags. Yeah. Exactly. He just said, yeah, it's, it, and, and is he crass? Absolutely. Oh yeah. Absolutely. He's crass. That guy drops the F bomb, like nobody's business on his, like his little podcast or whatever he's got. But yeah, it, it just, we're recreationally offended. Mm-hmm. It, it just is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Nowadays, if you're on the news or you're on like CNN, like the, who is just a total joke right now. If you're if you're on CNN or, or even Fox, if it, you know like someone will come on there and say something that the host doesn't believe in, and they're just like, <gasps> "What?" They're right. all a gasp about it. It's yep. like, oh, "Are you serious?" It's ridiculous, man. That and that's why I don't watch news anymore. I, I uh, I'll read a little bit here and there, and um, it's just so hard for me. It's just everything is so dramatic all the time. Somebody tonight. I don't know if y'all heard there was a huge earthquake in Mexico. No, I didn't. Huge earthquake. Uh, there are videos of it. People just walking around like speaking Spanish and like kind of you you could tell that they're fearful and like wow this is crazy. And then right in front of them, a ten story building just turns to dust. It's a huge ten story building with God knows how many people in it just turns to dust and falls. And it's like the whole city is made out of rice paper. It's just crazy. Meanwhile, and Antifa Jesus. is uh, is protesting Trump. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jesus Pro- Christ, and, and they're dude, trying to get a, a, a statue pulled down. Right, it's just unbelievable. So you know, Mexico is made out of like plaster and and plaster and diapers. <laughs> yeah, and and dirt and, and you know and feces. Old, excuse me, Racist. feces. No, no, I was going to say hopes and dreams. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, they just they like they take all the hopes and dreams of the locals and they build buildings out of them. That's why they all that's why they all crumble. Uh, so that was awful. Anyway, this guy puts on Facebook, he's like, I randomly found some pesos in my wallet tonight. And I posted, very crass statement, 
I said every like you know kind of like every time a bell rings or bell rings uh, an angel gets his wings. Remember that movie? And, yeah, uh, it's a Wonderful Life. Every yeah. time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. I said every time there's an earthquake in Mexico, pesos just show up in people's wallets. Oh my god! <laughs> and and of course, like immediately, people are like, "Oh my god, that's hilarious!" And I was like, "Yeah, it's funny, you know." But like, it's not awful. It's not racist. It's not. It's crass. It's a crass statement. Right. It was a joke. You know, because he just randomly found pesos in his wallet, and there just happened to be an earthquake in Mexico City. Um, but yeah, that that it just that it kills me. I, I get to the point where I'm watching the news and stuff, and and it's like tonight, Don Lemon is offended with something that Tucker Carlson said, and I'm right. like, who would have ever guessed that that your headline should be tonight? Don Lemon takes a breath, and so does Tucker. You know, it's like the like of course they're offended. It's just ridiculous. I uh, let's let's talk about. <laughs> I almost like I'm starting to get like sweaty. I am too. I'm yeah, getting, I'm starting to get. I'm pissed. getting fucking pissed off. That's yeah. that's what I was gonna bring up. I was like, just watching the news these days just makes you angry. Yeah, it just makes me angry at the I, stupidity of people. Yeah, it's just it, it, on both sides the utter stupidity. Um, it's just crazy. You and I talked about this last night. You have a really great topic. Let's just move on to something different. I don't know if it's great, but I'll uh, we'll talk about it anyways. Um, so earlier this week, uh, me and my wife we were actually going into a local supermarket, and I saw this lady, and immediately this thought started reeling in my mind. So, elderly woman, I, it's hard to judge age, but I would say sixties ish, uh, maybe late sixties, kind of hun- hunkered over. So you could tell that you know she's. Had some issues or whatever. She's got a hump on her back? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, Notre Dame style. Um, so kind of humped over, and she's, you know, walking really slowly. and um, But at the same time, she she's also smoking, too. And it made me start thinking about, like, my parents and, you know, the, the generations before us where, you know, they – a lot of the things and the, and the way that they were raised was – totally off base like I remember my dad saying that when he was young that he like actually the doctor prescribed him to start smoking to lose weight wow yeah like crazy shit like that and and you look back and I, ju- I just think about like how the food that I was raised on um, and compared to like the way that people eat now is like totally different so it, it like it got me reeling about all this stuff so I started thinking like you know as the generations continue to change and you know, we find new findings about, oh, you know, people should eat this way. We need to cut carbs out. The body shouldn't be fed on glucose and, like, all this different stuff. Like, it made me think about what the future is going to look like. Are we going to – are we going to see a time to where people are, you know, the life expectancy goes to, like, 120 years or, like, 150 years? Like, what kind of diseases are we going to eradicate? I mean, I mean, smoking still exists, but for the most part, compared to what it used to be, it's oh, like no. it's, it's like nothing. It's yeah. like the only people who do it are the ones that have been doing it for like fucking thirty years. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't see a lot of young people nowadays who who are like taking up smoking because it's 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 so like they see it as a, such a disgusting thing. So I don't know. It, it just got me reeling about like like what are we going to continue to see progress as far as like diseases going away, like healthy habits, like the longevity of life. Like, like what is that going to look like for the, the future? Devin, you want to take it first? Or you want me to? Oh, I'll, uh, I'll delve into this. Um, 
I see disease. Um, yeah, so I see sickness, disease, uh, everything that can kill you as a form of population control. That sounds douchey and heartless, but it's true. I mean, it's, it is a form of pop God's population control, you know? Right. Um, and we're, we're starting to see it now when the world fills up with people, bad things start happening to the world. Right. You know, day after tomorrow stuff. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Glaciers are melting. Global warming is a huge thing. And it's because it's because the amount of people and what we have done as people. Um, so I, I mean, that's, I strongly believe that diseases and sicknesses and everything is, it's population control. And as we progress in technology and everything, it's, you know, there's going to be more people and our world is just going to demolish. Do you think we'll ever get to the point to where like, it isn't a matter of like, or it's more of a matter of like you choosing when you die as opposed to like, Oh, you're going to, you're going to live somewhere between like 60 and 90. Or I don't, like, I don't think we'll get that close. Like, or do you think it'll be, you know, like, I guess that's the, the main thing I started thinking about is like how life expectancy, I think will continue to get longer and longer. Um, not that we'll ever get to a point to where it's like, Oh, you know, a few hundred years, but I'm saying like, no. cause your body wears down, like things start quitting. Yeah. But I just think about how like, like the way that I eat now compared to even how I ate like 10 years ago, because I didn't know any better 15 years ago is like so crazy. Uh, and just how it affects your body and like your longevity. It's, I mean, you can look this up. I think the average, I will the average age in the United States, 350 million people. I bet you the average life expectancy in the United States is going to hover between 68 and 73. It's going to be somewhere. I think it's like 72. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to go with like 75. Yeah. So okay. we have. You know, they're doing a hell of a lot more research about HGH now. It's becoming a little bit more, you know, viable and pe- more people are using it and right. using it correctly. And if if you start, especially as your body starts to fail, if you started healthily dosing things like HGH or, or stem ma- cells, man, stem cells, steroids, you could effectively push your life out for another 10 or 15 really healthy years. And... I mean, the body's going to shut down eventually. The heart's going to shut down. The mind is going to shut down. That's one thing that we're going to have to figure out is how to keep the mind uh, active and elastic. Yeah. What is it? What is it, Devin? So the average life expectancy uh, <laughs> expectancy <laughs> expectancy in 2017 in the United States of America is 79. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay. I never. What did I say? 68 to 72. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. I guess 75. So. Well, the mind's the first thing to go. I guess I'm already. <laughs> My mind's the first thing to go. Yeah. So what I was saying, like, it's uh, if if you if you fast forward 60 years from now, I'll be 70. Dead. Yeah. I'll be 70. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm such an idiot. I'm not Jesus, 10 years 70? old. Are you 10 years I'll old? I'll be a, I'd be 100. <laughs> I'd be I'd be 98 years old. So I'd be like almost 100 years old. Man. But by then, I mean that might be a pretty normal thing. Right. We we're going to, we're going to get to a point where we start to eradicate diseases. Cancer 
it won't be that heart big disease a, like yeah it won't be that big a deal anymore you will not have to worry about cancer you won't have to worry about any i mean there's other things that are going to crop up but you won't have to worry about well here's the here's the other caveat too i didn't mean to interrupt you but um just look at how far technology has come in the last 17 years so since the millennium like you see how technology has changed and adapted it like, hasn't been an evolution. It's been a revolution. In it technology. has been a revolution. So, so that that makes me start thinking like, all right. So we already know that like all the endless possibilities that are with stem cells, and like how they can regenerate from you know regenerate tissue and regenerate all this different stuff. We already know what they can do with cloning. So like, what's to stop us from reaching a point in the next fifty years? Let's say fifty years, in the next fifty years to a point to where one. Now. It's going to take some revolutionary shit, no doubt. But, like, there's endless possibilities as to, will we ever become immortal? No. Unless there's a, unless it's some type of, like, disease that makes a, makes our, like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, would, it wouldn't be, like, normal functionality. It would be a, a disease or something that makes us, like, continue living past death. But, like, um, that isn't to say that we can't figure out a way to regenerate. I don't know. I just feel like there's too many endless possibilities. We in already the short know. Time that we've already come. We are, we we are we're going to hit a huge epic revolution in. I'm going to call it age management, and part of it is going to be exploring things like human growth hormone and exploring the way that that affects our minds and exploring even more into like neuroplasticity and, and finding ways for people to to basically jog their minds or maybe having like a, a visual aid that you put on that actually stimulates. I mean, w- there's a thing that we use in addiction treatment called EMDR, eye movement desensitization, I-E-M-D-R. It's like, yeah, I can't remember what the R stands for, but it's basically you put this really cool like mask on or you like watch a TV or, and it like – flickers lights in your eyes and does all this weird stuff and it desensitizes you to a lot of the trauma and the grief that you've dealt with it's called emdr and i cannot remember for the life of me what it stands for devin will look it up for do they have that program on playstation vr too yes yes they do (laughs) thanks for for taking a serious topic and bringing it back to fucking playstation again again get a number four at home it's awesome uh better than xbox but Uh, we just lost like 15 or 20 fans. God uh, damn it. So tell me, Devin, what does EMDR stand stand for? Uh, EMDR, eye movement, desensitization, and reprocessing. And reprocessing. It's really interesting. And it basically rewires you and it teaches you how to think differently. differently and, and, it, and it controls some of your trauma and your grief. We're going to start figuring out how to, to, to use those same type of methods to actually make you smarter. We're going to, they've already done something with electrodes where they can put like electrodes on your head. You know how they can do like an EKG or whatever that likes testing you. They can do that where it, it's actually throwing electricity into your head and it can stimulate certain parts of your brain. Neurotransmitters those parts, and stuff. Say what? Neurotransmitters and stuff. Yeah. Those parts of your brains, they'll stay stimulated for an extended period of time. It's not like an instant on and off thing. They'll stay that way. We're going to figure out how to make that lasting and where we can actually tap in and make people smarter and faster and whatever. HGH, stem cell research, actually playing with the mind. Is it a, 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 crazy, a crazily, for Christ's sake, slippery slope? It's a slippery slope. 
Yes, it is. And we could potentially unlock some things, uh, rage and, and all kinds of things in people that we might not know about. And, or maybe like talking about obsessive tendencies, like people that are just obsessed with something, you know. But yeah, I, I, it's 60 years from now, I think that you being 70 or 80 years old and being in tip top fucking shape and still going out every day and, and, and being active is just going to be a norm. Riddle me this. In 60 years, will they be able to grow my arm back? Honestly, they probably can right now. Well, I mean, yes. Uh, Mm -hmm. That's a tough one. Mm -hmm. I mean, they already, you you just choose not to. They already have prosthesis is prosthetics that are. I want a real one. I mean, they already have prosthetics that are pretty amazing. You ever seen Lawnmower Man? Yes. Yeah. I want that to be me. Yeah. You want to? I bet you in sixty. I mean, you're not going to be around, but in sixty years, they could probably regrow a limb. Don't you fucking doubt me? No, I'll be ninety-five when you're ninety-nine. Recently, they started growing like ears on rats. They've been doing that for a little while. Did we talk about this on here? No. But they, they've been doing that kind of stuff for a little while. They can grow ears and they can grow like a nose and stuff many, like that. How many stem cells do I have to eat in order to grow my arm? Well, first of all, you got to quit eating Big Macs. <laughs> <laughs> if you replaced every Big Mac that you've had in the last six years with stem cells, you'd probably grow a couple inches on does it arm. make Does it make me... Does it make me less likely to grow an arm that I layer every Big Mac with chicken McNuggets on the top of it? Oh, that sounds amazing. <laughs> I cannot believe you said that, and my first thought was like, where's the closest McDonald's? <laughs> that actually sounds amazing. It does right? sound with amazing. extra sauce. Yeah, I can't believe I'm on board. I've never actually swimming made one. in extra sauce. Yes. I'm the, on board. What would you call it? Uh, the Big Nugget. The Big Nugget. Yeah. I was going to call it the Chick Mac. Mm. Chick Mac, Chick Mac, the Big Mac, the Big Chick Mac, the Big McNugget. You say Big Chick, and someone will get fucking offended. Big (laughs) Chick. (laughs) I'm a Big Chick, and I don't like the name of that hamburger. Have you ever seen the episode of uh, South Park where Christopher Reeves starts eating all those stem cells? No, no, but it sounds absolutely so, hilarious. So <laughs> the episode starts off and it's Christopher Reeves and he's like, you know, paralyzed, of course, after his horse accident. Um, Talking about the original Superman here. Yes, of course. Stop right there. I hope one day at near the end of my life, someone will basically say, you know, do you remember Adam before his horse accident? <laughs> <laughs> and then people, people will like whisper about it at parties. <laughs> His horse accident. You You're talking about Adam where the horse raped horse your insides? Do you remember that time when Adam was going down on a horse? Yeah. Oh, God. And, and he had that happened. awful accident? Yes. Yeah, it'll be like it's someone's wedding. He doesn't have I'll a be, throat anymore. I'll be, yeah, I'll be sitting in the corner. <laughs> I'll be in like one of those wheelchairs. Yeah. Did you remember that time? <laughs> one that, of those wheelchairs. Yeah. <laughs> remember that time uh, Adam Special. had a horse accident and they had to literally attach his esophagus to his rectum? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was his own human centipede. Yeah. Uh, oh, <laughs> my God. God. Oh, wow. Uh, we'll talk about off tangent. Uh, anyway, tangent. so Christopher Reeves was paralyzed. And then this is really terrible. But anyways, <laughs> he, uh, he literally starts getting these... Um, aborted fetuses <laughs> and he he like starts breaking them in half and like sucking the stem cells out of them 
and he gets to where he's lit- he literally becomes Superman, like superhuman strength <laughs> from it. Uh, and it, it was like one of the it was one of the super earlier ones, but it was Man, so goddamn. Those funny. guys are genius. It's so goddamn funny. Yeah, I'm gonna have to see that. I'm I'm one of those poor souls that has somehow. I haven't seen a ton of The Simpsons. I haven't seen a ton of Family Guy, and I haven't watched a lot of South Park. I know, man. I know. I'm the same way. Yeah. People make fun of me all the time. We literally, this is what we need to do. We need to take a weekend, the three of us, and just get fucking baked and just watch the shit out of every one of them. I'm going to I'm gonna veto that. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to veto that. I was on board. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I know you two fucking stoners are on board. <laughs> all Let's I'm thinking all about them, my, uh, my, as soon as the weekend hits, I'm like, okay, I got to mow my grass. I got to get gas. I got to go out and work on my weed eater. I got to do this. I mean, I, I'm just like. I got I to gotta put an exhaust system on my legs. I got to cut my mufflers off and kill, <laughs> and kill the environment. <laughs> Man, I hammered that person at work. I hammered him. I got to cut the mufflers off my blacked out car. Yeah, it sounds good. <laughs> it does sound good. Sounded good coming up to my house last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know we had that that. As week. you rev it in my fucking neighborhood, you dick. Yeah, it's because you always pulling in my neighborhood playing all that death metal. Uh, Wasn't I? Don't play death metal. I play you a play. little Kendrick Lamar every now and then. Did Ken, we? <laughs> is that three names? Kendrick Ken, Lamar. Drick, Lamar. Didn't we talk about being elitist? What podcast were we talking about? We're talking about being elitist on it. God. That was like six. Was it six? Or so four, we're saving six or. Yeah. Fuck, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, anyway, we, um, I mean, yeah, I'm super elitist about vehicles. And, like, when someone has the audacity to come to me and, like, make a comment about my vehicle and maybe something that I've done to it, and they're just like, Egh. I'm like, don't you fucking dare. Don't you dare. Like, I have forgotten more get about cars than you'll here. ever know. Yeah, get that shit out of here. Hope we don't play that. I'm this close to convincing my wife to let me get a maroon uh, GT350 that's on the showroom. What you know about GT350 that GT350 boy? You don't need it. Oh, but it's beautiful. You don't need it. I know, but I want <laughs> you it. You don't need it. I want it. Are we done talking about age and HGH and old Jesus, people? what were we talking about before Christopher Reeves? Yeah, we were talking oh, about, talking about stem cells. Yeah, yeah stem we're cells. Talking about <clears throat> tangent. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I think that like realistically we can... Yeah, we can extend people's lives, and we're going to be able to do all kinds of crazy stuff with it. I mean, like bodybuilders and Barry Bonds and Mark McGuire, and all. I mean, there's all these people that are huge advocates for HGH. I have been saying for years. I wish my dad. My dad is has has gotten to a point where he's very decrepit, and yeah. he's he is broken and arthritic. If his damn doctor would just dose him HGH periodically. It would literally, from the inside out, start to heal him right. and make him better, and he would hurt less. And I don't understand, for the fucking life of me, why it's regulated so much and why it's illegal. My dad is not a juice head. He's not going to go out and start using it and then come back with a six-pack. You know, he's not, he's not a juice head. And it's like, I just don't get it. HGH is like a wonder drug. Right. Just like Adderall. <laughs> yeah, just like Adderall. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't, uh, don't you also think it's ridiculous the fact of how they regulate it in sports? Like that's the whole point of sports is to be the like be the best that you can be. Why would you not let someone take every advantage that they could to be the best and like make the sport even more exciting? Yeah. I mean, look, 
If, I, I agree. If, if I want to see a monster waltz up right. to the plate with a bat. You know, make him carry a huge, heavy bat, like, crush a one 60, like two miles, a sixty-ounce bat. Right. You know, like swinging a, a a light pole around. You know, I would love that. I mean, look, I, I get, I get the enthusiasts who are like the purity of the sport or whatever. But like, for me, I think that there's a certain side of it to where like I would want to see the most like in-tuned athletes possible if they want to if they're willing to put it all on the line to do whatever it takes to be the best and that that's the step that they want to take then like why regulate it yeah give it to them yeah give it to them yeah yeah i agree i agree the i have not watched i have not faithfully watched baseball since the home run race sammy sosa mark mcguire yep sammy sosa mark mcguire I have not faithfully watched baseball, baseball since then. Well, dude, the, the, the steroid witch hunt, faithfully. I said, yeah, faithfully. You, say, you also said, Bayball, which Bayball. reminded me of Bayball. Bayball. there's something hey, about Mary. Hey, ball, I, I want Bayball, uh, faithfully. We're going to cut all this since, shit out. Since I got the beans about the Franks. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, I, I haven't either. And, and honestly, the whole steroid witch hunt is what like drove me away from it. Like it got so I got so sick of fucking hearing it that I wanted like no part of it after that. I I would sit That was and, like the most exciting time in baseball, by the way. Yes. I would sit Roger Clemens, who thumbed his nose at everybody and would deliberately throw hundred mile an hour fastballs at people's nuts and stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. the guy was just a ballsy badass. I wanted him to sit in front of Congress and and I wanted him to slide back and forth in his chair, like kind of going back and forth like a kid, and just wait until they asked him, like, Roger, did you ever use? And before they can even get it out, he'll be like, absolutely. I used right before I came in here. As a matter of fact, I still have the little blood mark on my pimply yes. ass where I stuck a fucking steroid needle in it. But they're so worried about, like, their legacy. And they t- they basically told these guys, you could face jail time, if I'm not mistaken. I could be mistaken, but they were scared. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were scared. Like, lying under oath and doing all these things and, and, and defaming and defacing baseball and all. It's nuts. Yep. It's nuts. I wanted Sammy McGuire. Barry, Clemens, Rodriguez. I want to just own own it. Yes, I did. And I gave the fans exactly what they wanted, and I am never going to apologize. I just lost a few thousand fans. There's a few thousand people that are that are they're gonna they're gonna say I'm never I'm gonna tear his cards up and I'm gonna burn my jersey. There's another six million fans of mine that are all cheering right now, and yeah. I don't give a fuck. Like when Bond said seventy three homers, people were fucking. I mean, you had your haters who knew that he was juicing, but Jesus, to see someone go that fucking nuts on a record, like it was it was unbelievable. But yeah, the time with Sammy Sosa, and Mark McGuire, like you had people who didn't even watch baseball. Just because of those two figures and like the publicity, yeah. they were eating that shit up. Yeah, and McGuire and lapping Bo- it up. Yeah, lapping it up. McGuire and Bonds. <clears throat> Excuse me. By the way, there's your baseball guy right there. Okay, McGuire and Bonds. They didn't hit home runs. They didn't hit bloopers over the right they field fucking fence. Crushed they balls. fucking crushed them. Five hundred was just no big deal. Then those sons of bitches started getting into the sixes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was un. 
fucking believable. McGuire had fucking forearms like my like my fucking thighs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was unbelievable, man. And I mean, we just don't have anything like that nowadays. No. You know, Ken Griffey, I, I don't know. I, I'm going to go out on a limb. And I'm going to say if there was ever, you know, we have a few people that are just unbelievable raw, raw talent. If there was ever anybody in this league that might have done a little stuff here and there in the offseason just to remain healthy, but was a clean, raw talent, it's Ken Griffey. Griffey Jr. That guy swung a bat faster than any human I've ever seen in my life. He had the, like, the cleanest home run swing there was. And, and just crushed a mm-hmm. ball. But always remained the exact same size throughout his career, yep. except for just age and weight. He would just put on, he, you know, he got a little bit thicker, no big deal. But his head didn't swell to a pumpkin. <laughs> you know, like Bonds came into the league at like <laughs> yeah, 185 and he yeah. left at like 385. He put on 200 pounds in his fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and his forearms, head, and forearms. He had goddamn, goddamn traps like a fucking deadlifter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He left. He left like uh, I, I, I was going to say something terrible, but I mean, yeah, the guy was an animal. He was a animal. Griffey, same dude, start to finish. Yep. I mean, he started getting injuries. Did Griffey start getting injuries and stuff? Man, yeah, he did. when he went, when he went to when he went to Cincinnati, he did. I used to have King Griffey Junior.'s rookie card. Oh yeah. Like it was sealed and everything. I have no idea where it went. I have. I still downstairs. I have that that baseball card where Bo Jackson is wearing a pair of football pads and he's Bo got knows. the he's got the bat Bo yeah, knows, over the back. I still have that in like in plastic downstairs. It was oh, yeah. so cool because that dude was just a badass running up the wall, Kansas City, yep. wherever he played Royals. Fucking running over Brian Bosworth. Yeah. <laughs> the boss. Yeah. That dude was a badass. Sorry, we know that's before your time, Devin. It's whatever, yeah. You yeah. weren't even a glimmer in your dad's dick. Probably not. <laughs> um, so now I know you played baseball in high school. So what's your viewpoint on steroids and like I mean, some people see it as, as cheating because it's not raw talent, you yeah. know? But um, I mean, to each their own, you know, I'm kind of, it's, it's sports, you know, you want to see the best of the best. And I mean, that's what I want to see. Yeah. So I agree. I think you, uh, just fucking let them do. I mean, look w- within reason, they shouldn't yeah. be like taking narcotics out there, but if they want to yeah, yeah. use performance enhancing drugs to, for the betterment, it's like whenever, like there's been a couple of times when NFL players get busted for Adderall and like. That should be the least, and I'm not, I'm not advocating like everyone and their mama snorting Adderalls or doing whatever, but like, like that should be the least of their worries as far as like regulations. Like if they were, if they tested positive for heroin, then you have a problem. Yeah. It's, it's Adderall. Right. It's just uh, filtering your attention, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's making you more focused to do your job. (laughs) That's like drinking Gatorade because it adds electrolytes. Exactly. And carbohydrates. Yeah. On a side, how do we get on this? <laughs> I have no idea. You asked Devin if he would, if he liked it, and then you kind of got off on a tangent. Yeah, I asked Devin if he would take steroids, and he said he would. So <laughs> that's exactly what I said. But it, to me, it's it's considered cheating if if a certain set of people can get it and no one else can get it. But if 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 everyone has access to it, then it's not cheating. It's just your choice not to do it. You know, right? 
I mean, I think in my everyday life, I could use some TRT or HGH just to get through the day. Listen, just my opinion. Don't attack me, okay? Yeah, no, right. I agree. I mean, there's a whole lot of people sitting around right now on their couch that were really good baseball players that if given the chance, they would have done some steroids, HGH. They would have done something, and I guarantee you they would have ended up in college or in, you know, the semi-pro baseball. They just – they they needed to gain an edge, and they didn't have enough nuts or they didn't have a, a good source for it. You know it would be really nice if someone would turn their fucking notifications off. Are you, are you, are you talking about me? Yes. What do you mean? You don't hear the ping going off every no. time your phone. Oh shit! Every time no, you get a fucking text message, it's, it's not in my ear. I would have. You should have told me it. long ago. Long ago, is you should have told is me. Is it coming on your computer? Is that what it is? Yeah, it's just coming through my computer. Oh yeah, uh, okay. we can't hear it. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was his phone. I'm like, God damn it! <laughs> no, Turn your dude. fucking phone on. Silent. No, it's it's a ping yeah. through my computer because my iMessages are linked up. But this is like it's not going to show up on here. We're so amateur at this. Like we still can't have like technical difficulties every day so right now on no the podcast, if, if josh would have told me off air then i could have turned it off it doesn't show up on the podcast everything uh, that you all hear on this podcast is being piped through josh's earphones so it's all in like super loud and obnoxious in his ears <laughs> yeah annoying anyway so we're gonna start a new segment right now a new little segment called adam's escapades so i know on the past couple episodes we've talked about online dating and and kind of what all entails into that. And Mr. Adam has decided to uh, to partake in some of those uh, fun times. And he has some interesting stories to share. Uh, and we thought it would be an interesting part of, of adding to a podcast. So, um, so yeah, man, tell us about it. What's been going on with you? It's not fun. It's <laughs> <laughs> no, online dating is awful. I want to I wanna blanket everything that I say moving forward. I want everyone to make sure they understand. Online dating is fucking awful, <laughs> especially when you are an excessively large human being. I'm not fat, and I've talked about this on podcasts before. I'm six foot two, barefoot, six foot three and a half with shoes on because I wear big shoes. What's your chest size? Oh, like a What's 54. Your bust, bro? I wear like a 54 long jacket. I'm a big dude. You are a big dude. But I'm straight up and down, old football player, big beefy mofo. And I don't, you know, I, but on paper, that doesn't look good. When you take pictures of me, I have to be like, I have to use like grizzly bears for scale. You know, it's like I have to, I have to be in a picture. And some, so sometimes I look huge in pictures and I've, I've even in my profile, I'm like, I look way smaller in person, and I'm better in person. Like, try me on for size. You know, I say something stupid like that. You know, and, but it, it's like, so I figured out, I, and this has been a struggle my entire life. There are unicorns. Unicorns are like the gorgeous, slender, or a little thick, or whatever women that will get around a guy like me and go like, oh my God. I love a big man. I love the way he makes me feel. He makes me feel small, and I feel like he could just like take on the world. And you know, they just—they're really into it. Right? They're unicorns. There's not a whole lot of like small women that love big men. They like people that are similar. I'm athletic and toned. I want someone athletic and toned. How dare he have a little bit of extra meat on him, even if he is really funny and great in the sack and sweet and kind and caring and I love being around him how fucking dare he 
have a few extra pounds on him. You know, sounds like it's so personal. this is this is like basically my match nightmare every fucking day of the week. I figured this out and I've trimmed it all down to three types of people. Okay, this is going to be really harsh. I'm going to try to sugar it up for you all as best as I possibly yeah, but can. Here's the thing, though, before you get started, I think there's uh, a certain part of the listening audience who's probably encountering the same things, and maybe some of what you're encountering can be eye-opening for them for their own experiences to where maybe they're doing things that are negatively impacting their chances that you find to be annoying yeah so i mean and i'm gonna t- i'm gonna be you know me i'm pretty frank oh, yeah. about this oh, yeah, so yeah. i might be able to tr- you know tone it down a little bit but i'm pretty frank in just general let it, just let it go i'm gonna no i can't <laughs> so there's three types of women that are attracted to a man like me a large man they're old Old women, for some odd reason, I'm t- and, and when I say old, I'm 38. We're going to start at 45 and up. Okay. Older. They're older than me. So that's one type is older women. They're really into like kind of the big manly, I have a beard, you know, and it's kind of, it's a long beard. You know, they're into men like that. They're, they've like, I've had the boys. Now I want a man. <laughs> and they're like their fucking profile will say that shit in it. You know, right. I never seek those women out. They seek me out. Okay. Mm. So they're like, I'm interested in you. They'll wink at me. They'll message me, whatever. So there's another type of woman that's into me. And that's someone who's really ugly. And I hate to be (laughs) nasty about it, but I mean, some of us are just not attractive. Right. You know, I'm like a solid five, maybe a five and a half. Personality you know, puts you at seven. My personality. You do have a great fuck, personality. I, my personality. I'm like a nine motherfucker. Yeah, you you are. Know, I, I am. I am. I am all personality. And then if you break it down to another subclass of storytelling, you're higher than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Tiny penis, huge body, great storyteller. Yep. Oh fuck, genius. That needs to be my profile. That need, I need to put that in my <laughs> yep. profile. Yeah, just cut to the chase. Yeah, tiny penis. Yep. My name is Adam. Uh, that would be a great screen name. It would be. Yeah. <laughs> Tiny penis. My name is Adam. Or an alt rock, an alt rock band. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, like the, 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 uh, I'm going to, uh, you know, I'm going to quit being nice about it. The ugly, the unattractive. They, they look at guys like me for some odd reason and they feel like I'm attainable because I'm not good on paper. I'm not good on paper. I don't right. take good pictures. Are you saying they think that you're ugly too? Mm, well, I mean, potentially. I, they, I look attainable. Uh, exactly, yeah. I look attainable. You're but, not unattractive, but you're also not a dime piece. Yeah. I'm not Yeah, I'm not gorgeous. I'm like a model. And I take shitty pictures. I don't know why. A camera adds like 70 to 90 pounds every time I take a picture. It's unbelievable. So the other type of woman that consistently mes- messages me on match, I, I don't... I'm just going to say it. They're fat. Okay. And and I don't mean, there are big women that take care of themselves. There are big women that go out and they go hiking and they're active. Right. That I, And they're I, just a little thick. They're, they're thick. Talking, yeah, you're talking and about I thick women. love me some thick. Oh, yeah. Whew. Oh, yeah. I love me some thick. Mm-hmm. I think you could be considered fat when you're just like, I don't work out. I just sit at home and eat Pop-Tarts all day. Like, you're fat. You know? (laughs) Right. I'm not trying to be a douche about it. No, I know. But, like, if you're, you know, like, if if you are large 
and you are just comfortable staying large and you don't even do anything to take care of yourself. Right. You know, so they look at a guy like me, they see my pictures, they're like, whoa, he is big and he makes me or he would make me feel small. And I never get to feel small around anyone. I am super attracted to him. So that, and that's kind of like, that's kind of how it is. So here, here, I, we're, this is my biggest issue on numerous occasions now on match. I joked around and I told my friends that I had been catfished. I haven't been catfished, but you, I, I'm, I can't. I just cannot explain to you what a woman can do with a with a cell phone camera. And some filters. And some filters. They all look like they're, you know, 135 to 145. And I, and I mean, for me, that's small. Right. That, that, and, and I'm like. That's like tiny. That's tiny for me. Yeah. If you're not pushing a deuce, you know, then we're, ha- we're we got some issues. Deuce, deuce and a quarter. Yeah. Big old titties. Yeah. We've got some issues. So I, I go out, I go out on a date with this girl. And she has all these pictures on on Match, and she's cute, funny. She's an RN, makes great money. And I we talk on the phone, and we're texting, and she's she's actually pretty ornery. I mean, she's like, what are you doing? I'm in the bathtub. And I'm like, oh, whoa. yeah, well, I'm not, but I sure could be, you know. <laughs> Like I mean, I, I like you know I've got I, I, I've you're, lost. You're, a, you're playing along, yeah. yeah and I'm, yeah. but I mean, yes, yeah, so, you know, you lose some of your game over time. I mean, and I'll tell you all a funny story about what happened to me at a party recently with an old lady. Old ladies love me. Oh, she was like 48 or something, but you know, like like my mom or <laughs> the something. The elderly like, loves me. Yeah, yeah, the elderly love me. But so she's she, was she's really honoring. She says, home? "Huh? Was this party at a retirement home?" Uh, no, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was at your mom's house. So oh, anyway, we went yeah. to. Uh, she says, come meet me. I say, great. So I pull up on the side of the street, and I mean from 65, 70 yards away, I, I looked out through my window, and no shit. My first thought was, fuck. So literally, from the distance that John Elway could throw a football, you realized it was a tackling dummy? <laughs> I realized that the pictures on match were all – Minus 50. Wow. And was she cute? Yup. Was she fun to be around? Absolutely. Was she someone that I enjoyed talking to? 100%. Was she someone that I could have fun with? Absolutely. Did she sell me a Civic and then pull up in a fucking semi-truck? Yup. So, (laughs) can I interrupt you for a second? You have all night. It's okay. Uh, Shut the fuck up. Um, So... I was actually, I was talking to to my wife about this a little bit today. Um, and we were just having a conversation about the, because me and you have talked about this before. What, what would compel someone? And I, I know, I, you know, this is my segment, right? Yes, I know. But like Adam's escapades, not Josh's fuck yeah. escapades. Um, Josh comments on Adam's escapades. Oh God. Anyways, so what would you know? This is my segment, right? Oh my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just doing it to you because you keep interrupting. I'm sorry. Please. What so, would so like? I I know the answer to the question why why someone would do that, but like don't don't they understand that by manipulating how they would appear to you that when you see them, like why not just own it? Look, I, I I'm a large guy myself. Exactly. If I were on a website like that, or I was trying to date online and putting own myself it. out there. You have to own it because if you don't and they see you, strike one. 
and it is a huge strike. Yeah, huge strike. That's almost like to me. That's almost let's just like, call it two strikes. Yeah, or or do strikes. Um, yes, <laughs> same thing. That yes. So that that's that's like to me. It's almost like lying because you're you're. I you mean, it's almost like well, it, 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 I lying. mean, it is lying, but I'm saying like. Like that's you're starting it off on a lie. Yeah, so, you're starting it off on the wrong foot. Yeah, I told everybody on match I, in my pictures. I have pictures of me standing straight up, tip to tip, arms around people, and I say in my profile, like, I'm not good on paper, and I'm a big man, but I am not like out of shape. I'm just right. a bit, I mean, maybe a little out of shape, but I'm like just a big. I'm a large man. Right. You know, don't judge me on that. And I'm six foot two or three, and. You know, I you know, and I talk about myself, and my name is Burly Bear. I'm I'm like a I should have said that anyway. Burly uh, Bear, yeah. <laughs> Talking about a screen name, yeah. Big yeah. Knuckles thirteen, yeah. Big, yeah, Knuckles, big 13. Knuckles thirteen. The B and the K are capitalized uh, <laughs> at Tinder.com. Uh, so anyway, sorry. <laughs> it's not a, anyway. Is that wait? So that one's your Tinder, and then Burly Bear's your grinder. Oh no, account? I meant Grinder profile. My Grinder profile yeah. is uh, Big Knuckles thirteen. Uh, B and the K are uh, capitalized. Uh, I, I find it necessary to say that every time. Um, so, uh, one other question, really quick. So, for Christ's sake, on the fir- on that first girl though, if she if 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 she had put pictures out there that was actually her, how would that have impacted the actual date itself? If if you had known what she looked like before you saw her, like would that have totally changed the outcome or like the like like how the date started off? How the date started off, one million percent. I, I was, I was dejected. I was pissed. You are not the person that I saw on match. Not even fucking remotely. You, know, I mean, yeah. You know, like you take me and you drop fifty on it. You know, I'm gonna look different. Yeah, I'm swollen, and 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 it's. So she she commented and said at some point like yeah I was I used to be in a hell of a lot better shape and she kind of she kind of noted it notated like asterisk used to be in way better shape kind of let myself go nasty divorce yada 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 we still had a pretty good time uh, there was there was a little bit of chemistry but not a ton and I came home and it's very freeing it's very nice to be able to tell someone. Um, had a good time with you. There's just no chemistry. There's no right. sense in us continuing this. We've we've texted here and there, and we've talked here and there. She's very ornery. Whew. She's very ornery. Is I mean, she's very ornery. You kept saying all kinds of stuff like, "Oh, you'll be attracted to me one day. I promise." Oh, so she's persistent. Persistent. That kind of stuff. And then the next day, she's like, she'll make some like sad sap. She'll send me like a sad sap text. It's just like. You know, I you know, I guess I'm just never good enough for anybody. And I, I'm just like I, I literally am just like, oh, for Christ's sake. Come like on. you're forty. You know. So I go on a second date. Gorgeous. Completely gorgeous. I showed pictures to her on her match profile to my friends at work and the women at work, and they were like, Holy shit. She is gorgeous. Different girl? Different girl. Yeah, okay. different girl. The first one everyone thought was really pretty too. This one, they thought she was gorgeous. Talked to her on the phone. So much in common, it's not even funny. Great voice. Great. Uh, no. 
don't know. She no, has, not, not a great really nice deep. voice. Nice voice, okay. Nice voice, not a great voice. It's real deep, scraggly. No, it's just kind of. It's smoking. just kind of. It's just a voice, and it's a little. It's a little girly. Uh, okay. It's a. You know how like a woman can sound kind of feminine, like a little too feminine and a little too girly. Yeah. Anyway. I'm not going to critique that. Who gives a shit? I just asked a question. Sorry. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm yeah. just, I'm kind of talking to myself because I'm oh, starting yeah. to critique it. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, not you. No, yeah. So we go, hey, you know, let's, she says, let's meet at this restaurant. Heard it's really good. I'm like, great. We have all this sparkling conversation, a lot of, a lot of texting, nothing sexual whatsoever. Cause I, I'm just one of those people that's like, yo, let's, we, we can save it. Pump the fucking brakes. But you pump the fucking brakes. Yeah. Like the first time that we text, I don't need you telling me how horny you are. You know, because I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna wadge you up like tissue paper. You know that because right. you're you're just you're vapid and and useless a- anyway. Because I mean, you're trying. I mean, honestly, I'm on there for, like you're on there to find so, find the person. Yeah, like, you're, you're well, not just looking to know, hook or, up or at least explore. Right. You know. Right. Turn my light on and go in the cave a little bit. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Instead of feeling around the outside like a blind, stupid fuck like usual. <laughs> <laughs> insinuating that's that blind people are also stupid yeah no uh that's not what i'm saying hashtag not precious yeah <laughs> hashtag i can see uh so okay oh, <laughs> so we i'm sitting there and i am at a table that has a vantage point where there's this huge front window and i can see out of it i already knew what kind of car she drove I see that car pull up and I'm, I'm like looking, trying to get a good, you know, good view. She gets within, she, she starts kind of walking right down the edge of the window. And so she's like right up on top of this window and I'm 30 feet away looking at that window. First thought I had, fuck. No, not again. This time, even worse. Oh, oh no. was she gorgeous? Yup. Was she sweet and kind and generous? Has an amazing job. Was she fun to be around? Did I have a great dinner? 100%. Did I love talking to her? Did I love being around her? Yup. Did she fucking lie to me and lie to everyone on match? Yup. Every single picture that she had on there was 60 pounds ago. Oh, wow. And also, first chick said, I like to take care. She is a personal trainer, takes care of herself, and is like starting to get back in shape. That's admirable. Go for it, girl. You put on some weight, you want to drop it, go for it. Doing the same thing three or four days a week. This girl was like, I don't like working out. You know, I, if I want to get any workout, I just go like walk around my neighborhood a little bit. If I want to lose weight, I diet. You're 38 years old. Good luck. Yeah, dieting doesn't work forever. It doesn't work forever. But she Weight Watchers only get you so far. Weight Watchers can only get you so far. But she, like, when it comes to how someone that I would want to spend my time with, someone that ideologically I have. I, I'm a complete perfect match for. It was her. I, I I mean, just the way that we think about the world and the way that we think about stuff, except politically, she's she's liberal. I mean, most women are. Um, but 
I mean, it was just crazy. But you fucking lied to me. And I even had the conversation with her before our date. I said the last date I went on kind of catfished me a little bit. She was not the same person that I saw on Match. So let's get this out of the way. Asterisk. Wait. Wait. (laughs) I said, are you going to do this to me? She was like, no, who you see on Match is me. I said, are you sure? Because you're gorgeous. Oh, thank you so much. You know, I don't get to hear that very often. Thank you. Okay, great. So, I mean, you're the same person you are on Match, right? You're not going to fuck with me. No, of course not. Okay. Because the guy you see on Match, I am that big, maybe even a little bit smaller now. I put some pictures up that are me maybe 15 pounds ago. Just want you to know, large man, handsome man, great in person, but who you see, that's me. Right. I mean, not even in the same fucking hemisphere. God. But she was still gorgeous and still sweet, and I still wanted to be around her. It just pissed me, huh? It tainted it, right? It pissed me off. It pissed me off. I don't have something against big women. I love me some big women. Woo! I do. Just own it, though. Just 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 don't own it. Don't lie to me. Yeah, don't fucking lie to me. Right. Don't sell me a Civic and pull up in a semi-truck. Have you you talked to her since? Y'all text a little bit? Yes. I think she... I have... She's on numerous occasions. She's tried to say... She's kind of being a little coquettish and a little coy and saying like, you know, just all alone here, having a glass of wine. What are you doing? And I'm like, well, I'm just, you know, working out. Just got done working out. She's like, oh, well, I guess I'll just keep drinking this wine all alone in my warm bed. That's kind of annoying. That kind of stuff. And, you know, there's a, there's a lot of people on this planet that I would be like, you know, I'm getting done working out right now and I'm going to go home and shower. Wait, I take that back. Can I shower at your place? Be there in 30. There you go. Yeah. There's a lot of people that I do that with, but she fucking lied to me. She, and and I I don't, the the bad thing is, is I don't think she even sees it. I don't even think she considers it that way. Cause that all of those pictures are her. They're just filtered, and stretched and from, and, the, and from the neck up and from the neck up shoulder up, which is a huge, huge issue for me. Yep, red flag, uh, huge red flag. So that she did have, what's funny is, is that she did have uh three or four pictures of herself where it was from like the knees up 50 pounds ago. Right. And I get it. You were really cute then you're cute. Now that's not who you are. I don't put high school pictures up of myself. Right. I don't put pictures up of myself when I didn't have a beard. Because that's not who I am right now. Exactly. I have a huge, big beard, and it's got gray hair in it. I don't post pictures back when my hairline wasn't receding. That's fucking stupid. That's not who I am. Stop doing that shit. So have you had any more dates since then? Or is that just the... the No. Just but I had, uh, again, I proved I proved the point perfect. I was at a party downtown, this bougie, bougie party with all these bougie-ass people. And I'm I'm rummaging through this party with a glass of whiskey and, you know, my hopes and dreams in the other hand. And I accidentally <laughs> bumped into this lady. 
And she's like slinky back black dress, stilettos, tan, real red lipstick, dark hair, 48, 51, probably 48, 49 years old, had a little bit of work done. Not bad looking, but she's, you know, a little bit out of my price range. Right. You know, I'm just, I'm, you know, whatever. So I kind of bump into her. At least what I would call I would, Anyway, I basically bump into her. And I, I put my hands out and I put one hand on her back and kind of like one hand on her side. And, I, and I'm like, and I kind of, I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry as I'm kind of like shimmying through this bougie fucking party. And she snaps around and she says, why are you apologizing? And kind of does it in kind of a slinky way, a sexy way. And I was like, oh, I, I just, I, I bumped into you. And she says, you did? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I apologize. And so now I'm thinking that she's like offended. No, 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 no. She wasn't offended. She says, so you touched me? And I said, yeah, you didn't feel it? And she said, no. But you touched me, right? And I said, yeah, I touched you. And she said, not long enough. Damn. And I just stared at her. And the first thing out of my mouth was, (laughs) and she just looked at me and I was like, whoa, you just don't fuck around, do you? You know, I mean, I didn't know what else to say. You know, it's not like this shit happens to me every day. How am I supposed to react to that? Be like, you're goddamn right. You know, let's fix that right now. Yeah, let's fix it. Take you in the bathroom, touch you. I mean, you know, (laughs) you know what I did? I was like, I'm going to the bar to get another drink. And she was like, well, you know, you don't have to do that. It made some slinky remark like, like, I'm yours if you want it. Damn. But she was old. You know, I'm not looking for that. Yeah. I mean, not long enough. Sorry I touched you. You touched me? Yep, not long enough. I mean, just threw it at me. It's just not what I want. I went and got some more whiskey and hung out with my friend. You know, it's just it's just crazy. Old, ugly, and fat. Those are the only types of women that love me. <laughs> so, literally, you've, you've not... Like you've not seen traction with anybody, but those like those three categories, zero. I have messaged people and said I really like your profile. We have a lot in common. How long have you been on Match? Three weeks. Mm. Yeah, three weeks. I signed up for three months. Can virtually guarantee at the end of three months I am going to just like end Match. Have you tried Tinder? No, I haven't tried Tinder or Bumble. But I can guarantee you, I mean, this segment has gone on for way longer 25 than 25 minutes, yeah. Yeah, way longer than we expected. We're going to try to shorten it up because you keep asking all these fucking questions. Well, but, uh, it's stuff that, like, I feel pertinent. like people need to know. Yeah. I know. And this is good. This is all fun stuff, yeah, you know. I mean, because neither, I mean, goes. both of you all are hitched. Like, I'm not hitched anymore, you know. So I'm living it. But uh, it's interesting. And you all will definitely hear more about it. I'm probably going to end up having to get on Bumble or, or Tinder. Tinder just seems like a hookup site to me. And I, yeah. I mean, that's, God damn it. You just touched my feet. Uh, <laughs> I'm just not, I don't, I mean, I'm 38. I don't, I don't want to hook up right. much. My, much. Go, go, get on uh, farmersonly.com. I'm actually thinking about doing eHarmony. I mean, they, they do got that those, killer song. Yeah. This will be. Yeah. They got those uh, mathematical equations to break it down for you. Algorithms. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, dude, I've That's reached really out, it. I've reached out to numerous people in match and just said, Hey, I'm brand new. I mean, very like self-deprecating, like I'm, I'm new at online dating. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a little awkward and I kind of don't know 
my way around this, but my name is Adam. I think you're really pretty, and I like your profile. And it's just like crickets. Nothing. Fucking crickets. And you know what's crazy? Is that the majority of women, if you talk to women, they've, they've like talked about, they've had articles about this. Women will say that like for on any given day that they're on match, they'll probably receive one to two dick pics. They'll receive messages that are just like, I want to like bury my face in your crotch and I want to make you squeal. And then they have a guy that's like, well, hey, my name's Adam. I really don't know my way around match very much. I'd love to talk to you sometime. Why don't you give me a call? And they're just like, nope, fuck that dude. I told my buddy I was eating a fucking salad a few days ago. And I'm like, I'm just going to start dick picking everybody. <laughs> and if I don't dick pick them, I'm just going to write dick pic. I'm going to start... I'm going to start out all my stories from here on out. I was eating a fucking salad the other day. Yeah. I'm just going to write, hey, my name's Adam, comma, dick pic. <laughs> I had this epiphany where I just decided to dick pic everybody. Yeah. <laughs> my name is Adam, dick pic. Big Knuckles 13. Insert last name. Yeah. Anyway, Jesus, that's my – so, look, this this segment went a little long. We're going to, you know, we're going to shorten it up. But, man, I'm telling you, I'm sweating. It sounds fucking rough, bro. It's awful. It's awful. You can't meet people organically. And every time that I do meet someone organically, they are taken. They're my fucking manager. Or I well, I work with them and it would be too awkward. Right. Or they've told me, really like you, can't ever date you because of some stupid fucking reason. And it's just like. I think maybe I should. Maybe I should just resort or spend two, three hours a day at, at like a local bar around town and just try to meet somebody. Maybe. I mean, oh, that's what that's God. what whenever we whenever we talked to Alan about what he was saying about online dating on that side of it, it was, you know, he preferred the the more like face to face confrontation as opposed to the online stuff. But I am great in person. I can murder in person. People love me. They gravitate to me. You know, I just. I'm a big personality. Do you think On that? Paper, I suck. Do, do you think that another reason, maybe, why people don't respond to you is because, you know, they're looking for the same things that you are. Is they're trying to find the one. So it's like they don't even give an opportunity to the people who don't meet. Like check the boxes in their mind. Well, I mean, match it when you match with someone. The first and only thing you see is their photo. It doesn't say so-and-so. It doesn't say Josh or Devin have all these things in common with you. And if you would like to see their photo, click here. It is just a photo. Hmm. And it makes me sick how often I just go, no, 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 no. And then you're pretty, yes, no, no, you're pretty, yes. I could literally be thumbing through my fucking soulmate. And because she took a picture or someone took a picture on one day for one fucking millisecond that doesn't appeal to me, I have said no. That's what we've been reduced to. That's true. It's sick. And I hate it. I fucking hate online dating. That ought to be the name of the segment. I fucking hate online dating. Yeah. It's the worst. Or just fuck online dating. And I guarantee you if three months from now I end up meeting the woman that I love on online dating, I'm going to tell you all how much I love online dating. Yeah, you will. I'm a flip-flopping motherfucker. <laughs> that's for another day. Yeah, that's for another day. That's <laughs> it. That's it, everybody. Adam's escapades, man. The, yeah. The, what is it? 
The fat, the old, the fat, and the ugly. The old, the fat, and the ugly. (laughs) This is Devin. This is Josh. This is Adam. Peace, guys.